What's up, guys? You're listening to the 509 Car Club podcast. If you're a car enthusiast from the 509, then you're in the right place. If you're not from the 509, then stay and listen because we might say something relevant. What is up, everyone? If you're listening, thanks for tuning in. Today, we're uh, doing a topic on the top 10 most valuable automaker companies in the world. So he came upon this list and thought it'd be a pretty good idea to go over it. It's pretty interesting. Um, You might have like a top 10 list in your mind, but this is just facts. So we'll go over the makers and the numbers and everything. I don't know. I think it's quite interesting. But yeah, let's jump right into it. At number 10, we have Hyundai Motor Company at $25 billion. That's a lot of money. And it's only number 10. That's a South Korean car manufacturer. Oh, they overtook Fiat and Chrysler to become the 10th most valuable auto company in the world. Founded in 1967. (laughs) Makes it a relative newcomer to the industry. It's funny. It's all hella old, but yet it's all new. All right, next. Number nine, we have Ferrari worth $29 billion. There's no way that they would that. Huh? Only $29 billion? No. Billion's quite a bit of money, bro. But it's Ferrari. I mean, I guess they don't have much. They don't like, sell that many yeah. cars. They just make nice cars. Mm-hmm. Luxury Italian carmaker Ferrari overtook the likes of Nissan and former parent company Fiat Chrysler to vault into position as the world's ninth most valuable car company in 2019. The company is the only one on this list relying strictly on the low-volume, high-priced business model. Damn. Yeah, see, when you sell, like, really nice stuff, but only a few, mm-hmm. you're making less money than if you sold shitty stuff, but mate, but mm-hmm. fucking sold $5 million. Just, like, Little pump. <laughs> <laughs> little octagon. Yep. Shout out Scotty P. Go check him out. <laughs> He's my boy. Uh, number eight, we have the Ford Motor Company. I honestly thought they would have been higher up on the list. Yeah, for real. For me, it's freaking Ford. Ford Motor Company at 36 bills. <laughs> Not 36 billion. <laughs> Just 30. <laughs> 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 that wasn't that funny. That was funny. Um, <clears throat> f- but the funny thing is Ford posted revenue of $148 billion in 2018. So, like, they made four- $148 billion, yet they're only worth $36 billion. That makes no fucking sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Ferrari... Grossed about four billion, and they're worth fucking twenty nine. Thirty seven times greater than Ferrari's. That's crazy. Oh, Ford has a profit margin of one point four percent, and Ferrari has a profit margin of twenty three percent. That's why. 
Ferrari is almost worth as much money as Ford, but yeah, it doesn't make nearly as much. All right, next one. Tessa, who would have thought? Honestly, they're already on the top 10 manufacturers list, and they're pretty new. Like, that's pretty good. Yeah. Like, they're not immensely new, but the, the hype for them is new. I mean, they called 1967 Hyundai new. Yeah. So that's this makes this freaking baby. <laughs> um, but, yeah, they're worth around $39 billion, even though they lost $9 billion in the market value. In uh, May 2018. That's crazy. Tesla CEO Elon Musk. Though brilliant and bold, he has also proven erratic and unreliable. With ill-advised tweets and podcast appearances causing trouble with regulators and investors alike. What, uh, what is this guy named John? Fuck yeah, calling him out. John De- 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 Devine. Devine. <laughs> fuck that guy. Elon Musk is a legend. Bro, it's because he, he was smoking dope on fucking Joe Rogan's podcast. Mm-hmm. He's a grown man who's yeah, worth bro. billions. Why the, why, why the fuck are people giving a shit about what the hell he does? Like, Why would that be a problem? Yeah. It's not like, like he's a world leader. It's really. legal. Like, a bunch of other rich people smoke weed, so I don't know why they're having a freaking pity fit. Here we go. Number <laughs> six. BMW, they should be number one. I'll let it slide. $42 billion. Now, that's a lot of money. They probably could be worth more money, but shit happens. They're making all that money from selling the Supra. (laughs) Founded in Munich in 1916, BMW has slipped a few spots on the list of the world's top automakers in the last year plus. That makes sense since it was worth a full $29 billion more. Holy shit. They lost $29 billion worth of equity since May 2018. That's, that's crazy. It's a fat rip. So it was number four. That's crazy. All right, next one. Honda. (laughs) Tied. I mean, I'm honestly not surprised, but I feel like, honestly, they should be a little higher. Yeah. They're worth $42 billion. Um... Damn, everybody dropped in 2018. About 16 months ago, Honda's market cap stood at $61 billion. Since then, they have shed more than $1 billion a month in market value on average. How do they, why are all these companies losing value? That's my question. Crossovers. For real, honestly? No, that's not the reason, but fuck crossovers. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We can blame it on crossovers. If yeah. You want. Luckily, BMW, I don't think they've really come out with like a crossover. Maybe like their X1. Yeah, I mean, the X3. And like X5 and all those. But, but those they've were, had those. Yeah, those were made for that. They weren't changed. Yeah, BMW had the original crossover. Mm-hmm. But like they Subaru do. Subaru with the Forester, you know what I mean? Yeah. Change. Yeah. The car. But they, they also have, they also, um, I don't know how long they've had it, but the X1, um, which is like s- smaller than the X3 and everything. 
But that's probably like the closest thing they have to crossover. But yeah, so Honda lost a fuck ton of money. For real. Who the hell is that? Daimler. Daimler shares have been steadily slumping for over four years. Over that time, the stock has lost more than 50% of its value. Even as of May 2018, however, the parent company of Mercedes-Benz and the Mercedes-Maybach brands is worth a full $35 billion, more than it is in late 2019. Ready to slip a spot in the rankings, even as 2018 shaped up as the age I've never heard of Daimler. I've never heard of that either. But it seems like they own Mercedes-Benz. I didn't know Mercedes owned it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Six of the top ten vehicles exported from the U.S. to China are made by BMW or Daimler. I've never heard of that name. That's a new shit. Number three, General Motors at $52 billion. Damn. Although Tesla was briefly the most valuable U.S. auto company, despite selling disproportionately fewer units than 111-year-old GM, it looks like markets have regained a what kind of word is that? <laughs> a scintilla. Hold up. Look that shit up. Yep. Scintilla. Vocabulary lesson. A Eight tiny seconds. trace or spark of a specified quality. Can you push the play button? Scintilla. Scintilla. <laughs> right, that's the word of the day, guys. Scintilla. Scintilla. All right. Scintilla or of sanity. Once more, America's most valuable car company, GM, owns brands like Buick, Cadillac, Chevrolet, and GMC, in addition to several Asian brands. They used to. They also own Saturn and what was the other one? Oh, um, Pontiac. Which those two went down. You know, they actually the Saturn brand was actually uh, was was meant to be the competitor for the Japanese car market. Mm-hmm. I heard about that somewhere. I think I told you about that, to be honest. Could have been that. Because um, I remember telling this to a couple people. But, yeah, it was actually, like, the competitor. And I think the the Pontiac Solstice and the Saturn Sky was the competitor to the Honda S2000. Mm-hmm. What is that one that looks like a 300CX? We see it all around town here. What? It's a Saturn, I think. Like, I saw a meme the other day. It was, like, you versus the guy she tells you not to worry about. And it was that Saturn and then a proper 300CX. <laughs> I don't know. I'll look it up. Look it up. I'm curious what car you're talking about. If we see it all the time. This one. The one on the left. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that thing's ugly. But it, like, looks like a 300CX, yeah, like so it has the same like kind of like shape outline. Yeah, little details. That's funny. It's like Walmart trying to sell a three hundred ZX. <laughs> it has a Hot Wheels, but it's like a <laughs> Walmart brand Hot Wheels. Like, oh, no. fuck. When is Walmart gonna start start making cars? Who would want a Walmart? Yo, what you driving, Walmart? <laughs> this new Walmart car. <laughs> it's called the Stop and Shop. <laughs> grocery getter. <laughs> Yo. That's the true grocery getter. Right Number two. Volkswagen. An 80 
billion pounds. <laughs> no, dollars. When you hear the word Volkswagen, odds are you don't think arguably the world's most dominant auto company. That's what I think, but because I know everything that they own. Perhaps that's because consumers associate Volkswagen with the brand itself, not the eponymous. <laughs> look, look it up. Another word, boys. Let's go. What the fuck? I'm not going to look up every fucking word in this sentence. All right, all right, all right. All right. There we go. Look it up. Wait, eponymous. Eponymous? Eponymous. Okay, eponymous. Of a person giving their name to something. Eponymous. Right. Hippopotamus. <laughs> Volkswagen with the brand itself, not the eponymous company that boasts brands like Porsche, Audi, Bentley, Bugatti, Lamborghini, and Ducati under its corporate umbrella. Damn, Ducati? It owns all that shit. Second most viable car company in the world in 2019. After selling 10.83 million vehicles last year, more than any other company, this looks like a consummation. <laughs> con- <laughs> just kidding. Consummation of Volkswagen turnaround. Crazy. Oh, yeah, the 2015 cheating scandal. What happened there? Were they lying about their emissions? <laughs> Shit was wait, 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 before you click on the next one, what do you think will be number one? I've already seen it, so I, I can't guess. Oh fuck. I, I haven't seen it. Yeah, what do you think? Um I mean what haven't we we've gone for it's so, obvious. It's it's not Subaru, sadly, it's not Subaru's not on the list. Yeah, because they don't I'm surprised. Honestly? Yeah, right. So, you see They're Subaru's probably in the top fifteen. Yeah. If it was if this was like made for like Because this is like perfect Subaru market. Mm-hmm. Is it American? I mean no. Okay. Well, what do you mean, I mean? Is it American <laughs> or not? Well, it's not from America. Originally. But they make them here now, so... Oh. Uh, no, yeah? Is it... Is it Japanese? Yes. Okay, don't tell me. Wait. Um, It's not Honda. No. It's not Hyundai. Mm-mm. Mazda? No. Nissan. No. Toyota. Yes. Okay. Toyota. Two hundred and eleven. Yeah, just fucking. Billion. Like, oh, you think you're cool owning all those fucking companies. <laughs> Japan's Toyota Motor, Motor Corporation is still easily the largest auto company in the world, even as its share price has essentially has been treading water since 2013. In an industry hobbled by the U.S.-China trade war, the fact. TM stock has gone sideways over the last year. Plus, has only increased its lead on rivals worth four times Tesla just 16 months ago. Now, Toyota Motors is worth five times Musk's brainchild. That's an interesting way to describe Tesla. <laughs> Musk's brainchild. Putting apostrophe yes after Musk is like a big fuck you. Mm-hmm. Musk's. Like, <laughs> like, sounds like a sprinkler. Musk's. Musks. Like that one laughing video where people laugh like a freaking squirt bottle. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll play like the squirt bottle because they're just like. That's <laughs> 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 what they do, bro. It's hilarious. It is. Musks. <laughs> Brainchild. But that's the list. Yeah, guys. So that's the that's the whole list. Um, 
What was the other one we had on? We can talk about that. No. <laughs> Fuck that. We'll, we'll talk about that, but we're going to shit on it. All right. We're not, we're, not, we're not shitting on this one. This is actually good. Mm, proper. So we have a Japanese electric hypercar um, made by Aspark. A-S-P-A-R-K. Released final production specifications for its product in all electric hypercar. So the Aspark Owl is a 1,984 horsepower electric hypercar claimed to hit 60 miles per hour in 1.7 seconds. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. 1,700 milliseconds. I'm kidding. Actually, I don't even know what that is. Is that right? Millisecond? Probably not. I mean, maybe. I like your uh, enthusiasm. <laughs> probably not. I like your trust in me. <laughs> it's probably not right. Well, I'm just thinking. I don't think it works like that. 1,984 buff horsepower. 1. 1.7 seconds. That's crazy. No. I don't know. I'm going to stop thinking about math. <laughs> Quick math. Only 50 of them will be made and deliveries will begin in mid-2020. So if you guys are wanting a Japanese hypercar <laughs> with almost 2,000 horsepower. And you have an extra $3 million And you have an excess of $3 million lying around. Well, this is the car for you. All right. Now this is what we're going to shit on. <laughs> Official. Ford's new electric crossover is called the Mustang Mach-E. And you can reserve one Sunday. So they made a crossover and it has like the front end that looks like a Mustang, has like the same Mustang rims. Like if they made Mustang a crossover, this is what it is. The Mustang inspired. Keep going down. With refundable reservations. They just know it's bad. Yeah, like that people know they're just gonna shit on it. Please don't shit on our cars. <laughs> Doesn't have any numbers on it. Mm-mm. You can reserve a spot on the line by making $500 refundable reservation deposit. That sounds like a scam. Honestly. They're like, in your money, will be safe with us. Electric. Well, is it an SUV or a crossover? Because I need to know if I need to kind of hate it or fucking shit on it. Yeah. <laughs> the Mustang Mach-E. It's going to debut, debut November 17th, just ahead of the L.A. show. The broadcast starts at 6 p.m. and it ends about 6.30. To know right as the reveal of ending, my reservation open. Oh, so right, right as the reveal is ending is when they open for reservations. Well, if you guys want to re reserve a nice crossover SUV Mustang-looking thingy creature, then you're more than welcome. <laughs> but if you buy one, I will find you and shit on it. Just kidding, I wouldn't do that. It'd be a waste of my time. Go up. Self-driving cars on November 20th. So the Senate is holding a hearing on self-driving cars on November 20th. The meeting will be held the day after the NTSB meets to discuss an Uber autonomous test cars 2018 accident. Like, oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, because Uber was testing cars that were that drove by themselves and it ended up killing somebody. Mm. Surprised I didn't get like, they probably got heavily sued. Mm -hmm. Maybe, I don't know. The U.S. Senate Com Commerce Committee will meet on November 20th to talk about safety rules and guidelines for testing 
The meeting comes as Congress has struggled to pass legislation addressing the new technology. The hearing titled Highly Automated Vehicles, Perspectives on the Deployment of Safer Technology, will include presentations from three government officials from the Department of Transportation and the National Transportation Safety Board weighing in on how self-driving vehicles can be safely tested and rolled out. So obviously, like the big thing that's really just stopping self-driving vehicles is just the safety factor. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. So once we can get the safety shit out of the way, like once we have like a lot of, you know, if this sensor goes out and can't sense this, well, what's going to protect it from hitting that, you know? Mm-hmm. Until we got all that shit's figured out. I don't know who said it. I don't know if it was like Elon Musk himself or one of the guys from Top Gear. Electric cars won't be able to work properly until every single car on the road is an electric car. You know what I'm saying? Like, like fully, like you don't have to do shit type of car where you're just sitting there taking a nap. Yeah. Those won't, like those will still be dangerous until everybody has electric cars doing the same shit. You know what I'm saying? It won't work perfectly. Yeah. It can work. It, yeah. But it won't work perfectly because that's why we have rules of the road. Mm-hmm. But we can't predict what every driver is going to do. We, mm-hmm. we try to. That's why we have blinkers and all that shit. But we, you just can't. So it, it will work, but it just won't work. If everybody had an electric car, then it worked perfectly. But we don't yet. And who knows if we ever will. I feel like... They won't. Do you ever think they'll like enforce electric cars? Enforce electric cars. Like, like make people like not make people buy them, but like if you're gonna buy a car, it has to be electric. I mean, maybe in like twenty forty, if we haven't been bombed by then, maybe, but definitely nowhere in in the near future. No, Mm-mm. I don't think that would happen in America. I feel like that might happen other places though, mm-hmm. unless. Unless we, like, get rid of our constitution somehow. That wouldn't be good. Um, definitely not looking forward to the day where, like, only manuf- or like manufacturers are only selling electric vehicles. Or maybe we something totally unexpected happens. You know, we're always, like, climate change, blah, 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 blah. Like, we're going to have to keep changing things. Like, maybe... In the next 10 years, we find a way to reverse climate change. Oh, God. So we reverse it, and it's therefore like it never happened. Therefore, we don't need to take all these steps to protect the planet. If we could somehow find a way to just kind of reverse the... Like how to clean up the air Mm -hmm. or whatnot. Like reverse the effects, so therefore we we wouldn't have to like make any like serious changes. Yeah. If if climate change was never an issue, do you think we'd we'd still have electric cars? I mean, honestly, I feel like we wouldn't have had them yet. I feel like twenty twenty five, twenty thirty, like maybe, but I, like I feel like. Elon Musk, though, you know? Yeah, I feel like Tesla still would have been there. Like, but, you- but I feel like a lot of the big companies now that are 
saying they're going to change to electric or whatever mm-hmm. by 2020 or 2022 or whatever. Like, uh, those com- those companies wouldn't buy into that market. Because they'd probably like make a car, but definitely not this early. Yeah. So, and I, I feel like if climate change was never an issue, like not even brought up in the 50s or anything or 60s or whatever, I feel like we wouldn't have electric cars. Mm-hmm. Not until like 2040. Yeah. Because like it, it makes sense, but the really only real reason we have electric cars is because of the climate issue. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they're more efficient, but. I feel like the only electric cars you would see are the hypercars not realize they're better yeah and they're meant for Mm -hmm. speed and performance so but that's just it's just the way the road goes you're all right guys that's all we have for you tonight if you're still listening thanks for tuning in we appreciate you guys and uh we'll have another episode at the end of this week or beginning of next week um We'll have some good stuff coming up. All right, have a good one, guys.